Welcome. This is Bible Studies for Life Adult Podcasts. I'm Lynn Pryor and joined with my co-host, Chris Johnson. We're glad that you've joined us for this podcast. And Chris, glad you're here. Thanks, man. Good to be with you. Good to have Christina with us. Yes, Christina Zimmerman is back with the podcast with us today. Christina is no stranger to this podcast and is always an enjoyable conversation when the three of us get together. So, Christina, glad you're with us. It is great to be here. And so what we're going to do toward the end of this session, this podcast, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit what Christina works on, which is specifically the U curriculum. So if you're going, what's the U curriculum? Just hold that thought. Just be patient. We'll talk about it at the end of the podcast. So we are in the middle of a study uh, called how to share your, how to share Jesus or how to share Christ. Uh, we, uh, as a part of our outline development, we, um, talked about the need to create some sessions that were specific how-to kind of things that we wanted um, our listeners and our users to uh, to connect with and how to share Christ is one of those one of those areas where we feel like people need some handles need some help as to how best to do that. So for several weeks now, we've been talking about different aspects of sharing the gospel with others. And so this week we're going to talk about specifically, we're going to talk about living the message. Yeah. And Chris, let me just, uh, of course, you were part of this conversation. Let me just give you all a little inside uh, how we uh, inside. I look at how we work is as we began to develop this study called, you know, how to share Christ. One of the things that came up with is, well, we have to share the message. How do we do that? But also the importance of living the message, you know, the the old idea of walk the walk and talk the talk. And so part of the discussion was which one comes first? Well, that's kind of a hard discussion. Do we talk about talking the talk or do we need to talk about walking the walk first? So both are important, but we felt the need to talk about the walk, living the message first, because if we're not living it, However we share, it kind of it loses its credibility because we're not doesn't look like we're living out our faith. So that's why the, now next week we will get into the idea of sharing the message, but today living the message. So is that the chicken or the egg? Yeah, there you go. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go together. There you go. All right. So we're going to talk about uh, living the message and uh, in our. Um, in our study, we, it begins with a, an example of, of of a Christian businessman, David Green, who is the uh, who had, who developed um, and is the owner of Hobby Lobby. Um, most of you probably are familiar with Hobby Lobby. Uh, my wife drags me in there on a regular basis. Oh, Chris, and- you love going there, and you know it. <laughs> well, you know how it is. But uh, uh, David Green has worked hard to develop a Christian culture um, in business, and uh, and uses his Christianity as the uh, springboard for how he make des- makes decisions for the company and for his employees and for uh, the uh, those of us who go in there as well. Uh, think we think of other examples like the Kathy family with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Chick Fil A. So we have some really good positive examples of people who 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 work at living their faith and and making it a, a natural part of their lives um i i was just blessed um in my life to have parents 
um, and to be around believers who always took this seriously, that we have to uh, be faithful. We have to be different from the world. There, there needs to be, we, we need to live um, out the things that we believe and uh, live according to the ethic that Christ gave to us uh, so that we can be an example and have the opportunity to share the gospel. You guys tell me some other examples of either of people or businesses or your experiences with why it's important, why it's become important for you to live out your faith. You know, Chris, this reminds me so much of my grandfather, and I may have talked about him before. I didn't have the life that you had where biblical principles were lived out. You know, I, I was I lived in just the complete opposite. Just think about that. The only positive person in my life was my grandfather mm. because he was wow. a pastor of a church and, and even the members lived uh, their lives with one you know, straddle, straddling the fence. And these wow. are Christians. So as a little girl, I was confused about that. But my grandfather was the one who lived what he preached. And I remember that so well. That impacted my life tremendously. That's a, a key thing. That idea, how you just said it, Christina, he lived what he preached. And that's the kind of the heart of what this is, is we talk about how to share Christ. We have to live what we're sharing. Uh, to do that, we're going to be in a passage in Colossians, Colossians chapter three. And so what does it mean to live the message? Let's start here. It means to seek the things of Christ and not to seek the things of the world. This is Colossians three, verse one. So if you've been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So I think this is an important session. Glenn, I appreciated you talking about the, the whole how um, how we came to determine the order. Um, obviously, we believe that it's important that to be a, a witness, to share our faith, we have to live the message. We have to uh, know what we believe and why and live and they live life in such a way that it points to um, that that this is the example that we want to live. And maybe maybe one of the reasons people struggle with sharing their faith is sometimes there's that awareness of those inconsistencies in their lives that causes them to uh, to be a little uh, uncomfortable uh, sharing and talking about Christian things because it may not necessarily align with actions all the time. Um, Christine, I appreciate you sharing about your, your heritage. And I hope that part of what will happen in our, in our groups is that as we talk about uh, living the message, that other people will think about those people in their lives who did that, that were, were important role models for them. Absolutely, Chris. You know, um, I, I believe that it not only comes from a decision that we make, to, you know, to live, uh, to set our minds on the things of God and to live that way. But it also comes with the actions that we, we take, some things that we have to do. Because some people may struggle with trying to live that way. And that's why we have the word of God. And I know we're going to get into that in, in a few minutes, but you know, we need to develop that biblical perspective so that we can live 
the way God wants us to live. If we don't have the word of God in us, then we can't set our minds on, on the things of God. Wow. You know, That's so, really true. Yeah. So we need that within us. This, this Bible study class is important for us, but not only that, we need to spend time in God's word to develop that biblical perspective. Right. So we had Marshall with us uh, at the beginning of, of this study. And uh, one of the statements that she made uh, was that modeling an authentic Christian life may not be easy at times. And out of the, uh, the context of the culture that she lives in, that is not a strong strong Christian culture, it, it sometimes means that we are counterculture, that we're living differently from other people. Uh, but, but living that authentic lifestyle is li- living in a way that identifies us with Jesus uh, is really essential for us to be a, a, a strong witness in the world that we live in. Now, let me just add a little uh, note of caution here, because some people may be, uh, as you talk about this in your group, then they go, wow, there is no way I can live that. So I better not share the, I better not share the message because I'm not living it perfectly. Well, none of us lives it perfectly. I mean, the whole idea of here of setting our minds on the things above, not on the things of the world. We all, you know, say stumble in that. We're not all consistent there. But removing that direction, and I think the key for us is that we live lives of integrity, that uh, I am truly wanting to live for Christ. I do stumble. I fall in some areas, but we're honest about that. We're not trying to be that hypocrite that just pretends I'd never do anything wrong. So uh, in this uh, in this study, I've, I've talked several times on our podcast about the study, uh, uh, Share Jesus um, Without fear. Without right. fear. And Bill Fay uh, talks about the fact that uh, sometimes um, when people are struggling with how do I share my faith or can I share my faith, um, if, they're, if a part of what goes through their minds is I'm not living consistently or I'm not doing all things, we don't need to give them an out. <laughs> we need to allow the Holy Spirit to convict them uh, of that reality so that he can help them to change that uh, perspective in their lives. Right. Good. So now we're in Colossians three, this idea of living consistently. Let's we're going to move down to verse 12 to look at this idea that what we should do is to put on the character of Christ. We are to wear the character of Christ. Let me just read what Paul says here. I think this is a great passage. As God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another. And just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are also to forgive. Above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. And let the peace of Christ, to which you are also called in one body, rule your hearts and be thankful. I love the image that he gives us here of it. It's as natural. It should be as natural for us uh, to put on Christ as it is to get get up and and dress 
and and be be intentional about being sure that our clothes match. <laughs> I know that we've kind of all lived through the COVID time where it really doesn't matter how we look or what we're wearing. And I say that because I come on some of our podcasts and I see Lynn in the Zoom and I'm thinking, Lynn, <laughs> what are you wearing today? <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, in reality, when we know we're going to be seen in public, we, we we pay attention to what we put on and how we dress and how we look. And and uh, Paul says it's it's a it's a word picture. It's a it's a dramatic uh, expression to say we should we should dress ourselves. We should uh, with the with the attributes, uh, the virtues of Jesus. Right. And now we've, we have bypassed a few verses here and Paul does this as he talks about put on, uh, he does this in Colossians. He does it in Ephesians. As well, it's not just to put in order to put those on, there's some things you have to take off. Sure. You don't just put the new clothes over the old dirty clothes. Uh, but this focus right here is the things it's the character of Christ that we're to wear and to be seen wearing. Wow. You know, and uh, this is so needed today. Today, there's so much divisiveness, so much um, animosity toward each other. And, our, and uh, you know, I know I don't want to bring up something that may cause some contention in the Sunday school class, but just think about this. What difference would it make if every Christian would be that type of person that acted like Christ. Sure. What if we had all those attributes, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, all those things, and especially love. I think Paul tied this up with a neat little bow called love. Now, what if every Christian acted this way, what difference would that make in our culture today? I can see a, I can see a, a huge, huge difference all around us. It's, it's not that, well, and I, I guess it is, you know, because sometimes when you, uh, when you look at what's going on, you see Christians acting the way the world does. There's right. no difference. And if you would choose to be that one who puts on Christ, you're setting the example for the other people to see, oh, that's what it looks like uh, to work. Uh, so, well, not everyone's living that way. No, they're not. But if I will do that personally, I can set the tone for other people to do it. So in our culture, we're hearing and seeing a lot of people talk about kindness and being kind and making that a, a priority. And we're seeing celebrities talk about be kind. And it's just, it, 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 always catches me by surprise when I hear these references from a, from a secular worldview talking about the things that are clearly Christian virtues that Jesus intends for us to be known by. Um, if, 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 if we in the church, if we as believers aren't known for our kindness, um, then there's probably something wrong with sure. how we're living. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Well, I think the key in there is this idea as we're moving through this passage that everything in my life should point to Christ. Everything. 
Okay, so now as we move into the last section, though, as we've talked about putting on Christ, the idea is it's to be a part of every part of our life. Let everything in your life point to Christ. So we're going to be looking at verses 16 and 17, but let me just, for the sake of time, I want to focus on verse 17. Whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So, so from a witness perspective, uh, doing everything to honor and glorify Christ. uh, Again, I mentioned Share Jesus Without Fear by Bill Fay. Um, Bill, uh, in his testimony, uh, tells that he he didn't grow up with it with it with a church or a Christian background. Um, he was a businessman, very successful executive, who at the same time had ties to the mafia and to the <laughs> underworld. Oh, wow. uh, at some point, uh, ran a, a house of prostitution, uh, and just so he had both of these things going on in his in his life and uh he tells about the about the time he got busted uh and his world came crumbling crumbling down he began to have encounters with christians Mm -hmm. with people who lived their faith and would talk about what they believed and bill his story is Anytime I encountered these Christians and they would try to talk to me about Jesus, I ridiculed them. I made fun of them. I antagonized them. I went out of my way to do these things. And then he said, if any one of those people felt like that they had failed as a witness, they were wrong because I never forgot the name, the face, or what that person said when they told me about Jesus. So it really matters to hear that from someone who was not a Christian say how they lived and what they said mattered. It just has always been striking for me. And it's a good reminder to to us that what we do and how we live really does matter. And people take notice. Hmm. Absolutely. You know, and it's a reminder, too, that it's not us that's doing the work. It's the Holy Spirit and God himself that is using us. That's right. To touch the lives of other people. So it wasn't so much, uh, you know, the people who were talking, but it was the message and the power behind the message that impacted the person that you were talking about. Yeah, good. So we see in all this, as we've walked through Colossians 3, how we live does reflect on the message we share. It's a good message. It's it's a timely message uh, for us to consider as we talk about how to share your faith. How you live your faith impacts how you share your faith. So we want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, In just a moment, we're going to talk specifically uh, about some things for leaders. So we hope that you'll hang around uh, for that. Uh, Christina, thank you for being with us. And Lynn, thanks for leading us. So let's talk a little bit more about you. And then Christina, I think, has a tip for us. Yes. Now, uh, Christina is our content editor for the U curriculum. And you, Y-O-U, it's part of the Bible Studies Life, Bible Studies for Life family. 
Yet at the same time, it stands apart from the other resources in Bible studies for life. Uh, and it's in the sense that Bible, uh, that you is designed and written from a perspective for the urban church, the black church. So, Christina, I, I don't want to steal your thunder. Tell us just a little bit about the U curriculum, what makes it so good. Well, it, it's a very good curriculum because we use the Bible studies for life outlines. And those are go. great outlines. Aww. But even apart for that, uh, from that, we want to develop our own distinct personality. So we're growing bit by bit as we uh, embrace some new things. And, and you can learn more about the U curriculum at lifeway.com slash U. One of the newest features that we have is that we do have a blog now. And that blog is at u.lifeway.com. So for more information, again, go to lifeway.com slash you or visit the blog at u.lifeway.com. And that blog is primarily written by you, Dr. Zimmerman, and Dr. Mark Croston, correct? Abs thank you. Yes, absolutely. I should have mentioned our names. Yes, Mark Croston is the director of Black Church Ministries. So together we maintain and we have presented the, the blog. And Christina, I'll just tell you, one of the things I've enjoyed about reading the U sessions is a little column. I believe it's called, Did You Know? It talks about African-American history or the urban history or, the, or, or I should say the context and really makes a strong connection with the Bible study. I love that feature. Well, thank you. I think that it is a, a good addition to the lesson. Okay. Well, Christina, let's just end on this. If you'd have a, a tip for the leaders out there that you want to share with us. I do. I have a brief tip for the leaders called Go Deeper Than Standard Answers. Okay. Now, this may be, be very helpful. I know I have problems with this as a teacher sometimes. When you ask a question, sometimes you get an answer like, go to church. Read the Bible, pray about it. These are standard answers that the Bible, that the learners give when they just want to say something. But let's help them to go deeper, guide them to expand those standard answers by asking a related question. For example, to expand the go to church answer, you might ask, well, how can church fulfill our worship needs? So in other words, you're asking a question that relates to the question that you've already asked. So I can't get away just with a pat answer if I do that, if you, if you do that. so That's right, Lynn. Good. Well, thanks. I appreciate that, Christina. You're going to make it tough for people like me who want to just go and listen and not have to engage and uh, want to just give an easy answer. So yeah. uh, that's a good approach. I appreciate that. It'll, it'll, it, it will maybe hopefully help people like me not to just not try to give pat answers. There you go. All right. Listen, thank you, Christine and Lynn. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Thank you for encouraging other people to join us and, uh, uh, we want we want this podcast to help uh, you and your Christian walk, and we want this to be of benefit to groups who uh, meet together to talk about God's Word. So thank you for listening to this podcast, and we look forward to you being with us next time. <laughs>